Hey everybody, I'm Merrill. And I'm Eric. And this is Are You There, Gould? It's me, Stargate. <laughs> Man, how long were you thinking that one up? Uh, I've been thinking about that for like five minutes. I've been Jeez. putting that together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's. I'm down with that. I'm, I'm super down with that. I'm super down with that title. Um, uh, so yeah, this is the episode where, uh, I'm gonna bore y'all to death about, uh, my experience watching Stargate SG-1. Yes, yeah, over... So uh, my, uh, hopes for Atlantis, as I have just received Atlantis. You've, uh, spent, like, the past month, month and a half? Something like that. I think, yeah. I think I started watching late December, right around the new year. Yeah. Yeah, you started... I think I was watching around Christmas. I think I was watching it over Christmas. Well, it's because they recently did. They just recently put Stargate on uh, on Netflix, Netflix. which Stargate SG One. Yes, specifically, the, yes, Stargate SG One. Um, not to be confused with the which um, uh, the movie picture. Yes, yes, called Stargate. Yes, which you still haven't seen. It's which which I is very yeah. funny. <laughs> still in my still in my uh, DVD player upstairs. Yeah, it's not like you don't have the ability to watch yep. it. You well, should... that's the other thing is. It's not like I just started watching Stargate when Netflix got it. Meanwhile, I have all 10 seasons on DVD. You do? Yeah. In a Stargate-shaped box, box set. Yes. The big series collection. That thing's big. That is... It's 54 discs. Yeah, it's fucking 10, 10 seasons. Se- right, right. Yeah. But it's just... It's, it's one of those... It's one of those mega collections that when you open it up, it just... It, like... Never Unfolds ends. into, like, a yardstick long... Yeah. CD case. And then it, like, widens out three layers. And it's just like, where the shit to... Where... Where, where, where is one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's kind of a mess, but it it works. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was a really good series. I uh, was definitely a fan. Um. You want me to give an overview or? Yeah. Um. It follows the Stargate. Um. Follows directly, basically a prequel or not a prequel, but a sequel to the movie. Mm-hmm. Um. It follows the. First team of the Stargate, uh, div- I guess uh, the first Stargate division uh, uh, fleet. Um, uh, not fleet, but uh, what that called like a group of military group. soldier yeah. guys, um, squadron, like, a squad, like a squad, squadron, yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah, um, they are. Uh, it's an, it's an air force, man, I am just killing this overview. (laughs) It's an air force based squad, um, that travels through the Stargate to other planets to, um, meet new folks and acquire technology to help them with opposing alien threats. Okay. Um, the Stargate was discovered in Egypt, uh, within one of the Great Pyramids, and uh, it had been found that all of our gods of the past, like uh, Thor and Egyptian gods like Ra and stuff like that, were basically alien-descended, or aliens that descended upon us and controlled these civilizations a little bit and then took 
people back with them and started new colonies on other planets. So you have... Okay, that's why there's so many people that look like humans. Yes, because okay. the other planets are literally humans. Just, okay, okay. you know, back in Egyptian time, nine other... But the Egyptians were the biggest population ones, and they become the the main source the Jaff- the jaffa mm-hmm. which are like the main source of gould hosts yeah um the gould are a symbiote race of aliens <laughs> that uh take a human host and uh give them some benefits while reaping benefits of their own gould can last for hundreds and hundreds of years and move move from person to person person retains all the memories of of the gold okay so they're both both um... host and person and vessel also live simultaneously next to each other it just depends on the ghoul the gold itself on how much they're gonna let the human through so it's kind of like um in deep space nine yeah uh dax yeah the dax yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Almost exactly like that. Only these ones are a little more nefarious. Mm-hmm. They've got they've got a much worse rap. Well, the I know from the movie the Gould were the bad guys. Yes, yeah. and for most of SG one they are as well. Yeah, I shouldn't say that. So, spoilery. Yeah. Well, but... it's it's a ten se- it's a ten season long show. It wouldn't be a long running show if at some point the bad group ends up having to work with the good the good guys end up having to work with the R- good guys right. There's there's little things like that in and out. Yeah. Exactly. But um, you know, it was a it's a good show <laughs> in the essence that. Though it is a government-run program of people going in, you have one scientist who's a civilian, you have an alien who is a part of it, mm-hmm. and then two military people. So, and one of the military peoples is a lady. Ew. So there 1997. we go. Nineteen ninety-seven. And the other one, and, and the other one is. Uh, <laughs> Um, then your other military person is a very anti-hero-esque character because he dealt with all in the movie deals with a whole bunch of depression and wants to go on this suicide mission. Oh uh, yeah, the involved movie... with the Stargate, and then it ends up being okay. So you have this guy who's definitely not the most hinged of how. People. How does the yeah? How does this show deal with that? Where he was like ready to die because it's like kid. it's been a couple years. A year or so has passed. Okay, because um, he was like straight up suicidal because his like kid died. Yeah, yeah, and they bring his kid up. His kid okay. comes up throughout the show as well. Okay, good. Um, I, I was I was. Wasn't sure if that's yeah no it's still be episode. it's still a th- it's not like an every episode thing but it's yeah. still a thing that comes no well that's because his character is still like the lighthearted one that will make jokes in a tent situation yeah. and stuff like that he was um he was played by MacGyver yes he was yeah if I can um, remember his name but I can't I should know it I've seen it in opening credits to over two hundred times um. Almost 200 times. Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter. But yeah, that guy. Yeah. Um, O'Neill. <clears throat> yep. Captain Jack O'Neill. But, uh, yes, um, the, what I was saying though is what I like about it is though it's run by a military organization, they're very haphazard in the way that they deal with things. So it's not like, 
Starfleet where we're going into everything with the prime directive in mm-hmm. mind and you know they and with knowing what we're doing in general it's it's we're getting there and getting into these situations and in a lot of in a lot of cases the alien races will be like I don't want to tell you guys about this you're not you're not ready for information like this you guys are way they they constantly would always use the word primitive and yeah. every time you'd see the the SG team kind of <gasps> get yeah chip, primitive chip I smash you with my rock yeah. Don't call like, it primitive. Come on, don't, uh, primitive. Can you guys use a different word? Okay, you guys are young. And like, uh, well, yeah, uh. well, it feels but, like SG One has a little bit uh, ha- has more of that gray area they they deal in than Stargate does or uh, Star Trek does. Yes, um, all the while just hiding be- this from the public. Well, just because they have like their special phaser, what their laser guns. They have a thing where it's just like one shot stuns, two shots kills. Well, that wasn't that's three Jaffa sh- weaponry though, yeah. that they. But they they use. end up they use that a lot. They end up picking. Yeah, it they up. do. They do. But but then it's like so one shot kills, one shot stuns, two shots kills, and then three shots just straight up vaporizes the body. So it's just like there's been several points where they need to get rid of evidence. Yes, yes, that's actually specifically one of those haphazard moments that I've uh, mentioned a couple times in the past. I feel like where. A character leads them to the bad guys and then turns on O'Neill last second just before they're entering the main room where this leader of this bad group is. Mm. And O'Neill's like, oh, what the heck, dude? And then shoots him, wants to stun him. He makes it through the stunning process and he winds up having to shoot him again and kills him and then he kind of pulls the uh uh and looking around kind of nervously all directions and then just shoots him again and vaporizes him and it's like oh he is closely tied he was like one of your crew's old friends but he was a dirty rat but yeah it just it came down to it so but that that not being perfect is what makes it interesting because you kind of want to see how we're going to go muddle up the universe or muddle up the galaxy. One thing I've always happened in a lot of cases, but then they do good stuff too. One thing I've always liked about the show is that the base is inside Cheyenne mountain. And I always just love things that take place inside Cheyenne mountain. Cheyenne Mountain. Cheyenne Mountain. What other things have taken place in Cheyenne Mountain? Um, well, I think maybe one of the Terminators, like, they end up going to, if not exactly Cheyenne Mountain, someplace similar to it, because that's, like, its whole thing is, it's just just this fuck. it's a base that they built inside of a mountain, so it's pretty fucking secure. Yeah. Um, but... It's just cool because I think they. I think it. I don't know if it still does, but I think it used to have like crazy supercomputers and before shit inside we, of it. Before we were just talking, you said something else. Oh yeah. Um. So I I believe this is true that um when Space Force was created. Oh, Space Force. That's yeah, right. Cheyenne Mountain is now like a Space Force uh base. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Never watched that show. What? Space Force. What? <laughs> See what I did oh, there? Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, because it is also a Netflix show. You know, I didn't care to watch it because I'm just like, this is... This is... This is Steve Carell. Like John Malkovich. John Malkovich. I think... I may be thinking... Oh, no, I'm thinking of a different show that had um, Tim Heidecker and John C. Riley and... um, uh, Fred Armisen in it, and they're playing like astronauts that are training for a moon base mission. Ooh, yeah, that sounds sounds interesting. It's I think it's it on sounds like, like an Adult Swim show. I think it's on like Apple TV or something. Oh. It's on it's on some streaming service. Is it basically me. just an Adult Swim live action show, uh, or is it like a real show? No, I think it's more of a. It's got more budget than that for sure. Uh-oh. Um, like but yeah, med- like I, how medical say- police had more budget than. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, um, because like Children's Hospital, if you if you remember Children's Hospital, they didn't really have a budget to go anywhere besides the hospital, right? Um, but no, I, I'd say I'd say it's probably closer to like um, like a sh- HBO or Showtime comedy. Oh, that, okay, that kind okay, of, that kind of level of budget it's weird trying to picture tim heidecker and john c Riley acting next to each other and not just playing complete tim and eric style dickhead roles it's crazy to think about that like john c Riley for all the weird just straight up crazy comedy he'll do he also is like a serious actor and it's just yeah, like, he'll show up true. in like fucking gangs in new york that is very and shit. True. But he's also just like, yeah, I'll play the the this this idiot man on fucking uh your fucking Adult Swim show. Yeah, sure. I was gonna say how yeah, as as much as he's become that kind of a character in recent years, it's only been I feel like, I mean, other than like Step Brothers and shit like that, him you know playing. Mm-hmm. stupid stupidly comedic type like when i say stupidly comedic i mean like you're rigid, oh, like you're bubbly moron yeah will, yeah will ferrell style yeah style it, 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 a, a person who is just like you're so dumb i, I don't like, believe that you could you could exist in this world yeah. i don't believe that you would survive this long being this way. it's not like he just started acting then he's been acting for a many years time, yeah. yeah exactly he just got a lot of success playing those kind of characters. Yeah, it's what blew him up. It's and people... Dewey Cox and all that kind of stuff. Was he in Dewey Cox? Yeah, he was in Walk Hard. The Dewey Cox story. Which is... Never saw that movie. Uh, it's fucking great. It's really good. It's really, really uh-huh, funny. Uh-huh. It's a... a um, if you like... One of those surprise ones like uh, the other guys? Yeah. Yeah, it just came... It, it came out around that time where it was just like... I, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I didn't care anymore. I, yeah, I it, it, it was. It was a point where it's just like it's like not. That. It's not worth it to go to the theaters to go see a comedy. It was also around the time where comedies just started getting really long. I feel like those were around writers' hours. strike time too, where everything in general was just real. Either you know, I mean, just a few years post or yeah. before. That was after, right? That was I can't remember. After we were in, out of high school, I would think. I think it might have been like 
right when we were in, but I don't, I really don't remember. Um, but yeah, let's, yeah, mo- moving away, oh, I was just about to say, moving <laughs> away from Stargate, um. Oh, final thoughts, oh, oh a yeah. quick couple final thoughts on it, though, I do want to bring in, um, aside from all of that general stuff I do like. They also break the fourth wall a few times really well. Um, yeah, they do comedic. Me. They do comedic episodes and tongue-in-cheek type episodes well. And the right, I think the writing in that aspect is good of being able to take an episode to call out your faults and acknowledge yeah. all of the you know your fans. Your fans sit there and critique you all day, and especially in sci-fi, you have oh very God. heavy critique yeah. and fans. And to be able to take an episode aside and actually acknowledge that kind of stuff is fucking—that's brilliant to me. That mm-hmm. is that—that's that is well well done, and it's uh written by the dude, um, um, the Big Lebowski. Yeah, the Big Lebowski. Or not? No, not um, sorry, no, not the Big Lebowski. The dude is not the Big Lebowski. Yes. Um, Dude the man. Dude. Um, uh, I can't think of his first name, but uh, something Deloise. Um, Dom Deloise? His kid. Huh? His son. Tom Deloise? Um, I, I don't know. But his kid, his kid is the guy who writes the show and was also the dude who played across from Johnny Depp in 21 Jump Street. Oh, okay. And then he cameos a bunch of uh, episodes as well. So, you usually see him in the background being, like, a dude just working in the in the thing. But, it's, I don't know, it's interesting that he wrote the majority of the episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't think of uh, his Man. first name. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I, that's, that was my final thoughts. So, yeah, final thoughts, good show. Okay. I would recommend it to a sci-fi fan or somebody who's only watched Star Trek or whatever. Don't say Star Trek so derisively. No, but it is the one that... It's the pleb sci-fi. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> you can go fuck yourself. Everyone knows it's that. That's Star, Star Wars. Wars. Yeah. It's not Star Wars, but Star Wars isn't technically sci-fi, so... It's science fantasy. I call, yeah, I call, it fa- I call it space fantasy. Yeah. Well, because there's literally fucking knights and shit. <laughs> knights and wizard. Wizard knights. And telekinetic talking. Yeah. I mean, it's good. Uh, my, I've, 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 I, I think mean, I've I said this say before. Tele- telekinetic talking like that's not a possible thing in sci-fi with alien races, though. Well, actually, here, speaking of Star Wars, um, fucking something I've been was digging on that came out fairly recently. I think it ended like a month ago-ish. Uh, is the new season of Mandalorian. <gasps> yeah, it's really good. Um... This series, I won't be the first to say it, um, but this series is what Star Wars has desperately been needing. Mm, that's what I've heard in a lot of opinions as well. Yeah, it, well, it's just... It's, it, the, it's the I've heard it's the only good Star Wars thing to happen since uh, the original trilogy. Uh, no, Not I'd, only, but the... Like, I'd argue that, like... The Clone Wars, from what I've seen, have been pretty good. Um, 
That's a hard audience. Try that's hard to get adults into a kids show, though. I feel like you're, especially you're, uh, that one because the first season is very much a kids show. And you, but that's what I mean. You immediately sever your audience, or you cut your audience in half at least. For well, that. it's a thing of too where it's just like Star Wars is a kids property. Try it as, as much as these fucking as much as these adults can't handle. It's just like no Star There's Wars. The reason it is so fucking popular is because it got its product hooks into people, and the kids got the toys, and then it's yeah. just like, yeah, and then adults movie. liked them too, yeah, and it became a double sell. It's like that's why there was Ewoks in fucking <laughs> Empire Return, Return, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Oh, I love the Ewoks in uh, Stargate. <laughs> they weren't actually there. They just referenced them in an episode. Yeah. Um. But yeah. No, adults are gonna be all mad about Star Wars. Well, that's the. I was just gonna say. What I was say, gonna say with that is, people, you you will never see an R-rated Star Wars thing, and that is the. Uh you might. It'd be pretty dope. I, 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 Obviously, yeah, but I I don't think it'll ever happen. The clo- yeah, the closest we're getting is with Mandalorian, where it's like a soft PG thirteen. Oh, okay. where it's like uh-huh. they don't say shit, but they can be a little bit more violent. Um, but yeah, no, this last season of Mandalorian has been great. Um, they made Boba Fett cool, mm. like Boba Fett was already cool, but that was just mainly because. Uh, his costume design is just super, and he just looks cool. Oh, well. <clears throat> but it's like, he didn't do much in the original movies. It's just like, yeah, he... He got eaten by a thing, didn't he? Yeah, he, well... By the ground? He got eaten by the ground? The Sarlacc pit. Yeah, the ground. Yeah. Yeah, yes, he got... Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> they, they still haven't explained how he got out of that one, but... My whole thing is it's just like, well, they've already said it takes that thing like thousands of years to digest something. So, couldn't he could he just, just crawl out. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't he just, yeah, bide his time if it takes so <laughs> fucking long to, to digest? Um, but yeah, yeah, fucking super good. Um, I am uh, excited to see what they do more. Or what, what, because apparently they're doing like a Boba Fett spinoff series and some other stuff because they are, because the, basically the consensus is that it's like, this is the best thing in Star Wars in a while. So now we need to just. We need to fucking do what we did with, with this reboot series. With Star Wars in general. Yeah. Which, uh, which didn't bite them in the ass. Fucking. To shit until it's like, yeah, we're gonna have just Star as Wars garbage as the rest. <laughs> we just yeah. said the talking. Sorry. Oh no, it's. I don't. I, Star Wars is cool, but it doesn't hold a special place in my heart. No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. All the stuff I've liked about Star Wars has been like doing Wikipedia dives and just like, oh, this is so weird that there is a Jedi that was a. It was a hut. I do have to say, however, though, I, 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 admittedly not being a Star Wars fan, I do 
very much like the uh, Zen pinball Star Wars tables. Uh, Those are a lot of fun. Those are a lot of fun. I don't. I don't need to. I don't need to know what's going on. Star Wars just has a lot of. Star Wars isn't going away. It, it right. is firmly it's, it's, cemented itself in pop culture for a while. A lightsaber. It's going to take a hell of. It's going to take a few generations for people to forget about that one. Yeah. And even then, it's influenced so much, uh, while also being influenced by so much. But, I don't know what my point of that is. Uh, besides saying uh, Mandalorian is really good. There's also uh, supposed to, there's going to be a uh, new Mandalorian uh, Zen table coming out. That makes sense. People are talking about uh, hopefully being pretty sweet. Especially with the new Zen platform coming out this year sometime, hopefully. Oh yeah, you're talking Along about the, the new, new consoles. It looks cool. And they're adding a lot of, uh, they're adding like Battle Royale types and shit to it which is for okay. pinball is a cool online thing because in interview mel kirk was saying uh it they got a lot of influence from like the tetris battle royale where yeah. you have all of the boards <laughs> yeah, i was just about your, to say that the they, they, and, it sounds like uh tetris 99 or yeah, super mario so 35 and there's already in like current zen pinball you have challenge modes where you can get little table buffs from doing challenges and like the challenge modes are like five minute mode where you have to score as many points as you can. You can have it's unlimited ball drain, but you have exactly five minutes to score as many points as you can. And then there's mm-hmm. modes where it's like survival mode where you'll have a little clock down in the corner. And when it hits one minute, you'll be playing against like 10 other people. And at the one minute mark, it'll knock off. Whoever has the least amount of points on the ten, and then it'll just keep doing that every minute mark. And mm-hmm. there's different things that you can implement into okay. a battle royale style with pinball that would work really well for it. I think. Oh yeah. Especially with the being able to add individual shit to your tables, you know, get different custom balls, custom flippers, custom bullshit. Oh, someone sent you a flipper lock. Yeah, exactly. Like, that kind of shit would work really well. Um, That sounds neat. And then, I guess, they're uh, on completely new engines and completely rebuilding the thing. Like, like completely rebuilding the software. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, like, in a absolute form where I I feel like it's not going to be running on the same engines at all. And... It's like a complete rewrite because it's just pinball effects. It's not. It's what we're last one was pinball effects three, and now we're going back to just pinball effects. Okay. So it's got that air. Well, that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be pretty sweet. I don't think it's gonna come out until fallish, maybe holiday season, hmm. maybe late summer at the best. Time. But yeah, uh, there hasn't been any new games i've been super hyped for lately nothing i feel like they i they maybe like bethesda announced an indiana jones game or something and it's just been like yeah if any of the next gen count oh it's in that uh interview about the new pinball effects with mel kirk mel was talking about new consoles being a thing 
but did not specifically say PlayStation 5 and Xbox, whatever the new Xbox is called. I can't remember. Um, But that led uh, a couple reviewers or a couple people to think that he didn't specify those systems because the new systems also include the new version of Nintendo coming out, and Nintendo hasn't announced that it's a thing yet so he didn't want to go and say yeah so new pinball effects is coming out for this and this and these old systems and then not actually mention that one that hasn't come out yet so he just kept it with a vague next gen consoles okay so i think people are that led some people to believe that uh nintendo should be close to a new system, I think, launching soon, which has been speculated for a, a while. System. They're just going to launch a beefed up Switch, uh, a, a, a Switch Pro. Yeah, yeah. But that's what that's what is the being new led to Nintendo Switch. But that's what's going to be. I mean, that's in in intensive. It depends on how things play out. But that's all. That's nearly a new system. Uh, all I want. All I really want from a new Nintendo Switch is a fucking longer battery and a better... The same thing I've wanted since I fucking got one. A better goddamn storefront page. Yeah. Nintendo storefront is dog shit. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it either. It... I mean, a lot of Nintendo's online services have a lot to be desired, I feel like. Oh, yeah. Nintendo has been pulled kicking and screaming into the online era. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Actually, you know what game just came out that I should pick up? Hmm. Um, The... You still playing Hades? Uh, Every now and then. I I usually get at least one round in a week. Um, I just haven't had as much time. Working and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the Scott Pilgrim game just got re-released after being in the digital graveyard for... A decade? uh, Yeah, for a long time, yeah. Well, I think you weren't able to buy it since 2014, so... Oh, crap, okay. Almost seven years. Damn. Yeah. Um, but it, I think they're also releasing a physical version of it. Oh, well. Which is good so that if you really don't want to be stuck in this situation again, you can buy a physical version of it, a physical copy of it. Um, but yeah, that's good. Classic brawler style fucking killer soundtrack by Anamanaguchi. Oh, I forgot about, I forgot yeah. about. Yeah, fucking Scott Pilgrim has a great soundtrack. That was both good. both the game and the movie. The mm-hmm. movie soundtrack's actually really good too. That whole the, the production value of that whole all thing, the, yeah, just just was, the, was really Scott good. Pilgrim in general. The, whether it's the comics, the movie, or the game, yeah, all all of the above did did it well. Which is crazy because they were all happening around the same time. Like the Scott Pilgrim books didn't finish until the movie was in production, or like mm-hmm. maybe. To like right before the movie came out. He was like still making them. Interesting. So he didn't actually know how the book was going to end when the movie was being made. And that's why they. And they're just like, oh, we'll get to it. End differently. Besides them being. They get very different 
the like the the comics in the movie get very very different at a point. And it's okay for a movie to do to. Oh yeah, it's a fucking it's a long ass comic. It's. Like I was gonna say, then you wind up down that you don't wind up down that road where it's like, okay, well, we have to make this four parts if we're really gonna do it justice. And and it's also a thing where it's just like, this whole series was written as, uh, what's his name, Brian? That's not Brian K. Vaughn. Brian O'Malley. Um, I think that's his name. Uh, but it was written as he was like growing up. So you can kind of see he, he, he gets a little bit more mature as yeah. the story goes on. Cause that is all also like Scott Pilgrim's it, it, it falls into that manic pixie dream girl trope super hard where it's just like, Oh, this, this quirky girl with all her into her, with all her, quirkiness will will make me a better man mm. and i feel like it was just right at the tail end of of that fucking trope dying it's still a good movie though yeah, it was it was i remember the original ending of that movie is that scott gets back together with knives and it's just like scott pilgrim's dating a high schooler it's not great. Scott Pilgrim is kind of a shithead in that throughout that whole story. It's like, no, he didn't. Act, he didn't really break up with his high schooler girlfriend because he was too afraid. Yep. But uh, so yeah, no video games. Uh, looking forward to at the moment. Uh, I'm trying to think. It's like Scott Pilgrim. That one. That one. I'm. Uh, I'm kind of excited to play. Um. Well, no. I'm trying to think if there's anything coming out in the near future. I'm hyped for. I can't really think of anything. They announced the re-release or their the remake of the. Super Mario 3D Worlds for uh, it was originally for Wii U. Now it's coming out on Switch. Ooh, yeah, that one was pretty fun. You got a power up that turns Mario and all his pals into kitty cats. Ooh, yeah, actually the cat, yeah, yeah the cat mechanic was pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, meow meow, mama meow. Oh, that was was forced nope. as heck. Nope, we're keeping it. Um, keeping it for life. Um, I've, I've got thoughts? one video game that I'm looking forward to. Oh, picked up my pre-order. Yeah. Picked up my pre-order for Attack from Mars this week. Why don't you explain to people who don't know what that is? What that is? So Attack from Mars uh, is a pinball. A well, the Attack from Mars I'm picking up is a ten table virtual pinball table made by Arcade One Up. And um, in the form factor of Attack from Mars. It has 10 Williams uh, brand tables within it with uh, solenoids for uh, motion throughout the table as well as uh, uh, physical, actual, like, nudge. And uh, uh, realistic physics. And so you're going to... Cut a hole in that and put a flashlight in it. Yes, yeah. for the for the forward nudge for the gushing. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, you yeah, couldn't you couldn't see the like you saw it, but the audience couldn't see the just frown that went on my face after. Yeah, I said yeah. That. I tried to I tried to uh, transition past it. I did my best. But yeah, um, big attack from Mars. That's uh, that's what I got. That's what I got on the way. Um, I would like to report that uh, I got my pre order. Way before uh, all of the freaking out for pre-orders happened, because let me let me tell you a little tale about this. Oh my god! It sounds like <laughs> you're fucking bragging, and it is insufferable. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Well, let me let me toot my little horn for a moment. Beep, beep. Uh, it's been, I've been, well, I'm also, it's such a feeling, I've been, how long have I been fucking waiting for this to fucking release, though? Since you've like, been, you've been, like, summer. it's so it's funny, like, too, because. It's like, summer, I'm being like, it's gonna be next month, and then it wasn't next month. Well, you've also been like, oh, and there's this other one that I don't like, and I hate all the tables on it, and it looks like shit, but I kind of want to buy it, because that one's out now. It exists. That- because it exists. <laughs> And that was that was the problem, and the entire time I was hoping that it wasn't going to be because that at games table was a an announced release, and it was started at nine in the morning, and I'm not a morning person, and it started at nine in the morning, and only people who bought Wave One cabinets, like arcade cabinets, were allowed in for the first hour, and then Wave Two was people who bought the next gen of cabinets and then wave three was the general public so the general public wasn't allowed in until like almost three hours after the pre-orders went up at all and there weren't any available to get within the first or second waves by that point so all of the general public is left waiting almost you know half a year anyway Mm -hmm. so that was kind of an annoying thing. So I was really hoping it was going to be a random midnight release and it was going to go unannounced. And then that's what ended up happening. And I just caught it at like midnight and a half. And you just happened to be there in t- at the right time. I posted about it on uh, Reddit and had the conversation. I posted saying, should I pull the trigger or wait for Arcade 1 Up to release it from their site directly? Because it also released from Best Buy at 600 bucks, which. Throughout the last year, the arcade one-up guys were saying we're gonna release this from site directly because it's not Star Wars or Marvel, so it's gonna be hard to sell in stores. So we're gonna sell it directly from site, and the value is about four fifty to five hundred bucks, and that's the number we've had in our heads. And then Best Buy did the other ones for six hundred as well, and this one was six hundred, and it was one of those. Do I? bite the bullet and pay the extra hundred, hundred and fifty mm-hmm. or wait for and wait for arcade one up to sell it or maybe not sell it unless, you know, everybody yeah. else decided to buy the stat or the shipments when they say how fast the other pinball tables sold. So uh I instead of freaking like instead of waiting it out I just bit the bullet pull, in and pull the trigger. Yeah. Pulled the trigger on the 600. And, like, two, three other people commented in that same light of just, like, dude, you're going to kick yourself for not ordering it once it goes away tomorrow. And uh, quarter to noon 
every the arcade one up finally got on board and sent out the notification that it was for sale at all and then three minutes later it sold out so yeah. it was right around noon the next day so it lasted for about 12 hours but about 90% of people knew about it for about three minutes before it sold out. So it Not became everyone a bit... was, was searching for that deal. We all were six months ago. It's just after half a year of doing something, it kind of just becomes like I, I, I was at one point I was searching for it for like, you know, once every six hours I would go on and check, check online to see if it was selling. And I died down a lot, and I just kind of happened across it on Facebook groups. And I was like, oh, shit, it's out right now, and this is a 32-minute-old post. <laughs> uh, that was that was my lucky moment. I'm happy that I got any it. Any idea when it's supposed to There's come? not a shipping date set, but there's... Um, John D. was saying that the they'll be getting... Attack from Mars in around the time that Star Wars and Marvel go out, and Star Wars and Marvel are supposed to go out at the end of the month. Okay. So hopefully those come in and go out maybe Marchish, but who knows with the way things have been going, it could be summer. I don't know. Yeah. So three weeks ships. or four months, somewhere in that range. Well, I think we we've had a pretty productive conversation that was a meaty little talk yeah for not really having anything planned beforehand yeah no we uh yeah yeah we made it we made it through that we did it well until next time uh i've been meryl and i have been eric and this has been are you there gaul it's me stargate <laughs> Uh, the best name of the thing ever. Uh, yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Alright, pizza guys. Pizza. Swamp Things I Hate About You is now available on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And remember, only dumb kids dream.